0: And I bless your holy name, for you are saved, you do miracles. Holy name for you
1: from the rising of the sun till the going down of the same. We have two candidates that will be baptized today. Let's give God praise for that. But this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad. And we have Caitlin and Dr. John Harris that shall be baptized as far as today is concerned. Of course certainly we're looking forward to the lord doing something wonderful and marvelous as far as our worship experience is concerned and so as we make preparation to engage in the ordinance of baptism can you help me to celebrate these two candidates that are getting ready to come into the water we're going to do something that is hopefully and prayerfully appropriate as far as baptism is baptism is concerned uh let's uh do take me to the water to be baptized Let the church say amen. Caitlin, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And are you still willing to be baptized and become a part of St. Paul Church? Amen. I'm going to ask that the family and friends of Caitlin, if you're here, would you please stand? And of our family and friends. Amen. your lord and savior we baptize you this morning in the name of the father son This is going to sound strange. The Reverend Dr. John Harris IV. And I know y'all saying, what is he doing getting baptized? He came to me. He said that he really wanted to reaffirm the essence of what it meant to have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, through the ordinance of baptism. And so it is this idea of his recommitment as far as strengthening his walk with God. He's doing an amazing work in the Philadelphia area at the Wayland Theological Seminary. We thank God for his presence. So of course, Dr. Harris, I just want you to just engage in a public confession. Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And are you still willing to be baptized this morning? Well, John Harris, based upon your confession of faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we baptize you this morning in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God praise and let's give God praise as Reverend Kelly Baptist will come and lead us in our worship experience for Women's Day. And we want to celebrate and give God praise as we engage in wonderful worship. The women are looking great this morning. We're looking forward to the Lord doing something wonderful and awesome in this space. God bless.
2: Praise the Lord. The Word of God says, The Lord is in His holy temple. Let all the people worship and praise our God. Good morning and welcome to all. We are ready to worship and who woke us up this morning who has kept us safe and sound who has healed somebody who is still delivering spirits and we are some grateful folk. all the women in the house who are grateful for a God who takes care, come on let's worship and honor
3: 7 through 12, the message, and it reads, because of the sacrifice of the Messiah, his blood poured out on the altar of the cross. We are a free people, free of penalties and punishments chalked up by our misdeeds, and not just barely free either, abundantly free. He thought of everything, provided everything we could possibly need, letting us in on the plans he took such delight in making. He set it all out before us in Christ, a long-range plan in which everything would be brought together and summed up in him, everything at deepest heaven, everything on planet earth. It is in Christ, that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eye on us, had designs on us for glorious living. Part of the overall purpose, he is working out in everything and everyone. May the Lord bless the reading of his word.
4: Good morning, church. Let's go to God in prayer. Our gracious and kind Heavenly Father, we invite you in this service. But God, what I already know, you're already where the tabernacle is raised. And God, we thank you so much for this day. We ask that you look down and bless the Women's Day service, God. And we ask that you be glorified, that we do glorify you in all we do today in this service. God, we thank you for the Holy Spirit that dwells here at St. Paul Baptist Church. God, I ask that you bless every woman in the service and all the women on Zoom. And then God bless every family that's in service. Lord, we thank you always for everything you do today and moving forward in our lives. Once again, we invite you in. But, God, we know you're already here. Thank you so much for everything you've done for us. And amen.
2: Amen. You may be seated in the house. It's Women's Day 2022. If you hadn't noticed, we got a bunch of ladies in white here to worship. I know we've got women of worth, but any women of worship in the house this morning? We are so grateful to everyone who has come to join us in worship and our Women's Day Choir is going to lead us in worship and praise of God. Is that all right? Are you ready to worship on Zoom? Are you ready to worship? Come on, let's go into the presence of God. says yes this morning. There's a bunch of no's but I told Jesus yes and let me tell you sometimes it's rough and sometimes it's tough but I ain't sorry. You sorry? No. I gave God a yes this morning. We are so 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 glad to have those who are worshiping with us this morning. If you're with us online, why don't you tell us where you're worshiping with us from? We have been blessed to be ministering to people all over the world. You know, we focus on the terrible things that have happened with COVID and, and sickness is bad, but we've also been able to stretch the gospel light to reach some new folks and that's something to be thankful for. So if you're online, let us know in the chat boxes where you're worshiping with us from and be sure to share it with your friends and families. And if we have any first time visitors in the house, go on and wave your hands at us. So we can tell you once again, welcome to St. Paul Baptist church. We are not perfect people, but we serve a perfect savior and we do it together to make up the gaps. Amen. If you're online with us and you're a first-time visitor, go ahead and click the first-time visitor's link so that we can celebrate you just a little bit. Well, I'm not going to take up the whole service because our wonderful pastor is in the house. But we just want to shout out, as a matter of fact, all the women in the house, go on and stand up in your white with your pink on. Go on and stand up in your white with your pink on this morning as a part of Women's Day 2022. 2022. And give our pastor a hand as he comes to greet us with his observations. Come on, pastor.
1: Come on, let's give the Lord the praise that our God so richly and rightfully deserved. For this is the day that the Lord has made. Can we celebrate our sisters that are in the house as women's day? Let's give God praise. I want to also, I want to also just thank Reverend Kelly Baptist for the leadership she's providing to our women of worth. Amen. And uh, let's celebrate her and give God praise for her as well. And I hope and pray that after all the rain from yesterday that, of course, you all were able to have a wonderful picnic. Amen. And if you did, give God praise for that. Amen. As we move forward, before I give you my observations, we have two people that the Lord allowed for us to baptize. Uh, One was really a reaffirmation of faith, Uh, but I'm going to ask those persons if they would come at this time so that we could present Bible and baptismal certificates to them. St. Paul, let's give God praise for these candidates have. Oh, come come here. come here, Caitlin. You look absolutely adorable. Uh, Caitlin is going to be our oratorical, and if I'm wrong, correct me, our oratorical contest representative for St. Paul on next week. So Caitlin, first and foremost, let me just tell you how delighted we are to have you as part of the family of faith here at St. Paul Baptist Church. And we have something we wanna to present to you. Now, I'm hoping that I can get away with this for you and it'd be a blessing to you. So you now have two birthdays. You have a physical birthday and a spiritual birthday. So mom, you got to do something for her spiritual birthday as well. Parents, y'all gotta do something for a spiritual birthday. So you press upon them on that, okay? So I want to give you, first of all, a certificate of baptism. It is to remind you of this wonderful day that we celebrate with you. And then also a Bible that is of your speed that you can read. And any questions or concerns that you have, please don't hesitate to, first of all, talk to your parents. And then, secondly, you need to come to me or one of our ministers, particularly Peyton C., who is our youth and children's minister, to uh, ask him any questions. So I want to make this presentation to you. Let's give God praise for Caitlin. The second certificate is, of course, to a dear friend. And, of course, uh, I shared with you all earlier that this was really an opportunity for a reaffirmation of um, faith. He already is a strong believer. He's doing wonderful work in the kingdom. He is the make sure I get your title right. Chancellor. He's the chancellor. Wayland Theological Seminary, and uh, is doing a tremendous job in educating and providing uh, uplift as far as ministers and laity who take the work of the gospel serious. And I am more than humbled that he asked me to uh, do this wonderful, wonderful sharing with him this morning. So uh, Dr. John, um, I'm going to give you, I feel so weird doing this, a certificate a baptism just to remind you of this wonderful day and how delighted we are that you allow for the saint paul church to share with you as far as this occasion is concerned and i gotta find out where you got those shoes from we'll talk about that over lunch amen come on let's give god praise for them amen 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 we have been blessed thus far as far as our women's day ensemble is concerned and they have blessed us uh wonderfully i just want to share a couple of things with you i'm not going to go through all this stuff that's on the list right now but i just want to highlight some things that have been given to me i want to first of all just remind us that we're going to do a drive by book pickup this saturday Um, for Sunday morning uh, on May 21st, uh, between 11 and 1 p.m. And so um, the new books for the new quarter uh, are in, and we want to share that with you. Also, we're going to be doing a health fair on Saturday, June the 11th in the parking lot. More uh, details will be forthcoming as far as that is concerned. And then also our annual Children's Sunday will be the second Sunday in June. Uh, we will host our annual Children's Day worship service, and our children will be leading us as far as the worship experience is concerned. So I'm looking forward to the Lord using our little ones as far as that's concerned. Also want to reiterate that on the fourth Sunday, June the 26th, is our graduate Sunday. Our Guest preacher is going to be Reverend Dr. Uh, Kevin Morrell from uh, Cascade United Methodist Church in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, the Academic Resource Ministry will have registration open for all of our graduates to submit your names and accomplishments and we need to get that information in as soon as possible so that we can make sure that we acknowledge those that will be graduating from both high school and college. Again, I want to let you all know that the scholarship time and scholarship applications are available for our high school uh, disciples who are graduating. Uh, We got funds from the Academic Resource Ministry, the Men of Valor, and the Deacons Family Ministry. And those applications are on our website. The deadline is Sunday 29th for you to get your application in as far as that's concerned. Um, So please govern yourselves accordingly. Now, I need to as your pastor, reiterate something, uh, and it's about COVID. And unfortunately, some of y'all's cousins (laughs) don't think that COVID is real. And they're wondering, why is it that we have you to come to St. Paul, practice social distancing, and still wear masks? Because we have crossed the million death mark here in the United States from COVID. I got a text message from one of my deacons yesterday telling me that one of her relatives has come down with COVID and they're vaccinated and boosted and they're immunocompromised and it's tough. The vaccine does not keep you from getting COVID but what it will do is it will help lessen or mitigate the impact that COVID can have on you and so I want to let you all know that here in Saint Paul and the numbers are going up the numbers are going up I want to let you all know that we're going to keep our church open to do in-person worship like we've been doing this is how we're going to flow for for a little while and if you have problems with it tell you're cutting them check us out online. Amen. And if you're feeling sick, if your pinky toe hurt, stay home. Stay home. Stay home. Um, 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 and there's some people that aren't comfortable coming back. And I'm good with that. Check us out online. I I, I promise I'm not trying to make anybody be somewhere where they're not. Cause you know, we come up with some crazy stuff trying to justify Well, they can go to mall and they go Walmart and they go to the Panther game and they go to the Hornet game. They come church. (sighs) It ain't the same. All right. So please, ma'am, please, sir. I would rather that you be safe in here. We practice our protocols and do what we need to do. So I need you to tell your cutting them. Uh, that this is how we're flowing at St. Paul. Is that all right? All right. Okay. All right. As we move forward, as far as our worship experience is concerned, um, Reverend Baptist, is there anything else I need to do before we go into prayer? You want to come talk about that real quick? Real quick.
2: (laughs) I don't even need a microphone. We are still collecting for the missions project. So if you've brought in items for the i feel pretty kits a giving heart is going to be blessing women who have had to leave home quickly i think most of us know somebody who's had to flee circumstances so there were toiletries makeup shampoo sanitary items if you brought more items today we have a barrel out in the narthex and the giving heart is going to come and pick them up today so there is still time if you still got them sitting in your seat that you can drop them off in the lobby so we can be a blessing to some women who are in need we don't just just worship we also serve
1: Amen. 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 I love the St. Paul Church because of the mission that we're doing. So give yourselves a round of applause as we continue to help our sisters that are in need. That are in need. And um, uh, Rev Baptist, what's the name of that organization again? A Giving Heart. A Giving Heart. They take donations, right? Yes. Okay. So I'm putting St. Paul on the hook. We're going to give $1,000 to Giving Heart as well uh, from our church to support them in their efforts. So um, uh, I'm just saying that right now. So wherever Karen and Sharon are, y'all go ahead and prepare uh, the voucher for that. And we're going to give them, send them $1,000 also um, in in addition to um, the donations that we're giving as far as our church is concerned. Let me um, transition us to prayer. And um, as we transition to prayer, God knows your pastor need it right now. Um, as we get ready to go to the Lord in prayer, there are several prayer concerns I want you to to lift up. First of all, I want you to lift up those that are on our sick and shut-in list. Um, And that is, of course, our Pastor Emeritus Dr. Paul Drummond and Lady Thomasina Drummond uh, continue to lift them up in prayer. We also want to lift up families who are dealing with uh, losing loved ones. Uh, The family of Sister Evelyn Clark, the sister of Disciple Desi Wright, her services will be tomorrow at the Greater Mount Sinai Baptist Church here in Charlotte, quiet hour at 11, and services at noon. Uh, We also want to lift up the family of Brother Austin Powell, the family of Disciple Christine Robinson, the family of Brother William Burbridge, the father of Disciple Adoro Rice, the family of Disciple Brother Willie Perry, uh, the husband of disciple Doretha Perry. Those services were this past Monday here at the church. The family of brother Josie C. Howard, um, grandson of disciple Betty Hayes, and the family of brother Run- disciple Ronnie Blackman and brother Ulysses um, Whitner, uh, Whitner rather, the son of disciple uh, Beatrice Whitner, um, and also lift up uh, sister Lisa Murray. Uh, I don't know if Lisa is here. Lisa, I don't think I see her. Uh, oh, she's in. Oh, Lord, they got you in the balcony today. Uh, Lisa, of course, is running for first vice president of our Women Home and Foreign Mission Convention Auxiliary of our General Baptist State Convention. And, um, and so uh, if, if any of you see her, first of all, pray for her. And if you feel led, uh, slip her uh, a little change to help her with her campaign, uh, as far as that's concerned. Uh, and when I say change, not the kind that make noise. Uh, Cause um, she's, you know, doing uh, campaign things as far as buttons and pins and all that stuff. She's really rolling. And then as your pastor, I'm running for the president of our General Baptist State Convention trying to do like my predecessor did 20 years ago, running from out of nowhere uh, because I believe that there's a different type of leadership that's gonna be needed to navigate our convention coming out of COVID. So um, I solicit your prayers as well. For those that are sick and shut in, our first lady is uh, at home in the bed because of a major flare up from plantar fasciitis. Uh, she just did too much walking at the a and graduation yesterday. And um, so she's at home and I have nurse Cheris taking care of her. (sighs) Um, So, so, so lift, lift up the Scott household in prayer. Um, And so as we prepare to do that, whatever prayer concerns that you have, you can share them. I'm going to ask that you will come and lead us in prayer and you can stand right there. And we know that God not only hear our prayers, but God also what answers our prayer according to God's sovereign will.
5: Let us pray. Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I know. If thou would draw thyself from me, wherever shall I go? God, it's again we come before you just to say thank you. We thank you, dear God, for you've been so good and you've been so kind. Thank you, dear God, and we just ask God that you would just touch and anoint each and every one, Lord, whose name has been called on the sick and shut in. For God, your words say that you are a healer by your stripes. They are healed, dear God. We ask, dear God, that you would just go with the bereaved family, dear God, and that you would just give them comfort, dear God. Just be with them, God, like no one else can. We ask, dear God, that you go with the first lady, and we ask, dear God, that you would continue to just be with pastor, that you will bless and anoint him from the top of his head to the sole of his feet, God. Bless everyone, dear God, under the sound of my voice. Whatever it is that they may be dealing with, dear God, I ask that you would just go with them. Go with our leaders, dear God, all over the world and that you would just bless them. Bless and give your healing power, God, these and all of the blessings we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. If you believe that God is answering this prayer, can you give God praise? Oh, we could do a whole lot better than that. Can you give God praise? Amen. I want to thank all of our um, all of our pulpit participants so far, uh, Sister Warren, Sister Haynes, and Sister Rose, for doing such a wonderful job. Before we get ready to call for the offering, I'm going to ask Deacon in Training, Sister uh, Love, will come. She's going to come and give us the occasion uh, for this day. And then after that, I'm going to ask that you will prepare your hearts and minds to be generous unto the lord the offering we're asking for the women today is hundred dollars for the women fifty dollars from the men but since i'm ex-official chair of all committees and ministries i'm joining the women in hundred and any brother that want to join us join me as well you can do that amen
6: To our beloved Lady Pierre, in her absence, you are a great ambassador to the women's ministry and our fierce leader, the one and only Reverend Kelly Baptist, and to our scholar of a pastor, Pastor Scott. Good morning, everybody. I have come on this occasion to speak about the theme This is a glorious day, a joy for all of us to come together as women and sisters of this church, as we fellowship together and share the love of God. We have organized this day in that the theme that will guide us is I know who I am. The reading of the scripture was read. And I believe if Dr. Maya Angelou was here today, I believe she would say, I know who I am. She says, it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my steps, the curl of my lips. I am a woman. If Amanda Gorman was here, I believe she would say, I know who I am. For there is always light. If only we're brave enough to see it, if only we are brave enough to be it. Since Lady Pierre, Reverend Kelly Baptist, and the women of St. Paul, along with the women of Worth, are here, and the women in the virtual space, I believe we all are shouting, I know who I am. We are shouting, the Lord has given each and every one of us a special calling to serve in his vineyard. And together, we can move his work forward. We all shout and thank God for his provision, that at the end of his fellowship, his grace allows us to keep on searching and aligning ourselves to the will of God. We have organized this day in that the theme is, I know who I am. My name is Victory. Praise God. Thank you.
1: Come on, let's give God praise for Sister Love. And for those that don't know, she's one of our deacons in training. And uh, I am uh, exceptionally proud of her uh, today. It is offering time. It is offering time. It is offering time. And um, as we prepare to give unto the Lord, uh, there are three ways that you can give here at St. Paul Church. Uh, Well, no four first one is you can mail your check or money order to the church at 1401 Allen Street, Charlotte, 28205. Or you can drop off your check, cash, or money order at the church. Call the church office to make sure someone is here to receive your offering. And then you can give as far as that's concerned. The second way you can give is through ACS or Church Life on our website. And then you can also give through the app called Givelify. If you don't have that app on your smart device, download that app to your smart device, connect it to your favorite credit card and in three clicks you can give. For those of you all who have a physical offering in the church today, on the row in front of you, there is a there are a couple of baskets and you can, at the appropriate time, drop your offering in the basket that is closest to you. So as we prepare to give unto the Lord at this time, I'm going to take however you want to give. If you use your smart device or you have a fiscal offering, if you would, place it in your right hand. Let's lift it to the heaven. We want to give God what's right, not what's left. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, we come to you right now. We thank you for the wonderful opportunity to partner with you through the act of generosity, through the act of giving. We pray right now, God, that you would take these gifts of ours. As we give an offering for Women's Day as well as pay our tithes and offerings. And that you will bless them according to your word. God, we pray that for those that are practicing the discipline of giving tithes and offerings, there's a special blessing in your word connected to that. For those who may not be tithing or may be afraid, God, enhance and increase their faith. God, for those who feel like they don't have to give anything, I pray, as we say back in Mississippi, turpentine their mind. Until they understand they can't beat you given no matter how hard they try. Stretch us and continue to take these gifts of ours and God use them in a miraculous way. It is in the name of your son Jesus Christ we pray and in his name we claim it done. Let every heart that truly believes say amen. Amen. If you would, for those that have fiscal offering, if you would take your offering, place it in the basket in front of you. Our account team will receive it. Amen. Amen. It is a joy and a privilege for me to uh, introduce our preacher uh, for uh, our Women's Day celebration this morning. And uh, she is the first female pastor of the St. Paul's Baptist Church in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, the Reverend Dr. Leslie Callahan is a native of Gary, West Virginia. Uh, having experienced her first Christian education and formation at Apostolic Temple Church. So she's got some uh, apostolic faith in her, and she has endured the love of Jesus Christ for quite some time. She accepted her call at an early age, and she engaged in preaching the gospel at the age of 19. She is a preeminent scholar, having earned a B.A. in religion from Harvard, Uh, Master of Divinity from Union Theological in New York City and she has the PhD in religion from Princeton University. Um, She's just absolutely smart Uh, but what I really love about her is that she has what I call an aristocracy of the mind but yet she has not lost the common touch. Uh, She's on faculty at New York Theological Seminary Uh, where she serves as an assistant professor of modern church history and african-american studies she's also a commissioner for the philadelphia housing authority uh i believe that i got some uh ladies of delta sigma theta in the house she is your Sarah. and one of the things that she loves she loves to travel she loves to play golf and she is a baseball fanatic for the phillies amen She is the proud mother of Annabelle that we affectionately call Belle. And uh, the Lord has allowed for her to do a wonderful and a tremendous job at the St. Paul's Baptist Church in Philadelphia. I'm going to ask that you pray for her, that you pray with her, that the Lord will use her in my way. Trust me, the Lord has called her to preach and she is a preacher's preacher. She's going to bless you beyond measure. I'll share this antidote and I'll take my seat. She and I, we had the wonderful opportunity years ago, long time, long time ago, uh, to be um, uh, two of the preachers uh, for the Samuel DeWitt Proctor Institute at the Alex Haley Farm uh, when our sister, Dr. Joan Parrott, was heading up that venture. And when she preached, I just sat in absolute amazement at what the Lord had given her. So I ask that you all pray for her and with her, that the Lord will use her in a mighty way. I want you to do me a favor as you welcome her to the St. Paul Church. Stretch your right hand and repeat after me, Dr. Callahan, preach this word. Amen.
7: are is there anybody in here who in Jesus Christ has discovered exactly who you are you've had a name change from defeated now your name is victory you've had a name change from downcast now your name is lifted up anybody in here know what it means to be redeemed and bought with a price and have your life changed and turned around and set right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Good morning, St. Paul's. Uh, the one wonderful thing about coming to the St. Paul's Baptist Church, or the St. Paul, I think y'all don't have an S, uh, coming to the St. Paul Baptist Church in Charlotte is I didn't have to worry if I slip up and say, beloved or St. Paul I'll be in the right house to my friend and colleague your pastor um, he began to tell the story and he emphasized the thing that I would emphasize it it was so long ago uh, pastor Scott that we were new voices just tells you how long ago it was we were we were the we were the new kids on the block and our dear friend and colleague and someone whose memory i certainly honor and appreciate the reverend dr joan parrot opened doors and made ways for us um because that's just the kind of person that she was it was the kind of example that she set And by God's grace, I'm trying to live up to that example now that I'm the one who has opportunities. And now that I am the one who has venues, now that I'm the one who can speak a new person's name, I'm trying to live up to the heritage. And in fact, I'm wearing this stole with children on it um, because of where we met in the work of the Children's Defense Fund. It's wonderful to be here at St. Paul and to be enjoying the presence of God. I am so grateful for the invitation. I am thankful to God for traveling mercies, appreciative of the opportunity to be in worship again. And I want to thank um, a young preacher uh, from this congregation, Minister Eric, who picked me up from the airport yesterday. Where are you? minister eric um was a wonderful host to me yesterday um drove me around and made sure that i was able to acquire the things that i needed and i really did my heart good want to say i was saying to pastor scott really did my heart good by the questions he asked about ministry um, and the seriousness with which he is approaching the call of God on his life. And um, as was done for me before, um, I pray that God will allow me to do for others and to, to open doors and make opportunities, even as you are doing, Pastor Scott, here for Minister Eric and others. I'm so sorry not to be able to get to meet my soror in person, um, but First Lady Pierre wants you to know that I'm really delighted to be here and uh, I imagine that you might be watching from home and so I'm greeting you with the love of God and also Delta love. Amen. Um, And I know for the PKs, anytime they get to stay home is a good day. (laughs) I have a PK myself. I have a PK myself and uh, she loves church now. She loves church. I'm sure your daughter does too. My daughter loves church, but she also loves home. <clears throat> All right. Just in case anybody from the St. Paul's Baptist Church in Philadelphia is watching. God bless you. I love you. See you soon. All right. In the... W- word of the Lord in the gospel of Mark, you will find the following words, Uh, beginning at about the 25th verse. It's a, a scripture that is probably very familiar to almost everyone. The word reads this way, a swarm of people were following Jesus crowding in on him. A woman was there who had been bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a lot under the care of many doctors and had spent everything, everything she had without getting any better. In fact, she had gotten worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his clothes. She was thinking, if I can just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Her bleeding stopped immediately and she sensed in her body that illness had been healed. At that very moment, Jesus recognized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? His disciples said to him, uh, don't you see the crowd pressing against you? Yet you ask who touched me, but Jesus looked around carefully to see who had done it. The woman full of fear and trembling came forward knowing what had happened to her. She fell down in front of Jesus and told him the whole truth. He responded, daughter. Your faith has healed. You go in peace, healed from your disease. I want to talk about breakthrough. All right, I want to talk about breakthrough. Pray with me, would you please? God, thank you for another opportunity to share in worship with your beloved people. Don't take for granted the opportunity that you give me, that you give us. Especially after the last two years. God, even mindful today in the city of Buffalo, there are people who thought they'd be able to go to church. Whose families are now in mourning because it's a dangerous world in which we live. And so we just don't take it for granted. And we are grateful that we are here and that it is as well with us as it is. And we believe that you have purpose in our being here. And so I pray, God, that you would fulfill your purpose in us, even through the preaching of the word. And let the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O God, our rock and our redeemer, we pray in Jesus name. And the church said, Amen. Amen. Praise God. In 2020, on February 26th, just on the cusp between Black History Month and Women's History Month, a history-making event in the world of sports took place. The history-making event was when Renee Montgomery... An 11-year veteran and a two-time WNBA champion player became part owner and team vice president of the Atlanta Dream. Montgomery was an Atlanta Dream guard and in 2019 she had made a significant statement in her decision to skip the WNBA season in order to focus on the work of justice. Montgomery, along with other players, spearheaded the emphasis in the WNBA on Black Lives Matter. And as they became public in their support of the movement for black lives and for the issues of social social justice for black people, she drew criticism, she and her colleagues, from a part owner of the dream by the name of Kelly Leffler. Right, right. Kelly Leffler, at the time, had been appointed to the United States Senate from the state of Georgia, and early in 2020, she was running to be elected to that seat. And so she began to oppose in a very public way in order to garner the support of people she knew were racist. She uh, began in a public way to object to the very statement that black lives matter and took aim at Renee Montgomery and her colleagues in the WNBA because of their support. Renee Montgomery and other players asked that a meeting with Leffler be possible. And she dismissed their request for a meeting with a kind of disrespect that is born from an assumption that the way things are is the way they'll stay. She went on the attack. She refused to meet with Montgomery as she acted up in public uh, thinking that they had no recourse thinking that her power was secure she thought that they didn't know who they were and she thought too much of herself Um, uh, but she didn't know that the Atlanta dream and other members of the WNBA were not just ball players they were also thinkers And so, what they did is that they began to research uh, uh, Leffler's appointment. Opponent, the Reverend Dr. Raphael Warnock, and they made a decision collectively that they were going to fight the power by lifting their voices and endorsing Reverend Warnock. All of a sudden, off the team bus they came, all of them wearing T-shirts that said "Vote Warnock." People who had never heard of Reverend Warnock before began to wonder who was this Warnock that the WNBA uh, was supporting. Um, They drew national attention to his campaign and Warnock went from polling in single digits uh, to being sworn in as a United States Senator. At the end of the day, Leffler lost that Senate re-election bid, and she ended up losing the dream as well. Montgomery went from being a player to being part owner and from being somebody who was taking orders to being somebody who was giving them. The team and the election were lost to Leffler Montgomery remarked that moments equal momentum Uh, the tables turned all because Renee Montgomery refused to continue with business as usual because Renee Montgomery recognized that business as usual is killing us Business as usual was killing the woman in the text. The very lifeblood was issuing out of her body. It is important to be clear that the cycle of generation and shedding that is the menstrual cycle is actually a beautiful way that our species is sustained. It's a beautiful cycle of getting ready and then shedding and then renewal. But the problem for the woman in the text is that that beautiful cycle had broken down. There was no recovery. There was no renewal. There was only an unending flow. Uh, the the consequences of such an unending flow uh, is uh, uh, anemia. Uh, it's uh, lethargy uh, it's depression uh, it's anxiety Uh, someone with that kind of flow uh, would be very uncomfortable in all of this white that we have on today Uh, uh, leads to isolation Uh, somebody listening to this sermon uh, knows something about this kind of flow from her own experience somebody in here uh, uh, because in a room full of black women you know for sure somebody in here has had and has fibroids somebody in here had or has endometriosis somebody in here knows what it's like uh, for that cycle uh, to be unending uh, you never know when it's coming uh, you never know when it's going you never know how it's going uh, you never know how you're going to feel you cannot reliably be anywhere doing anything because uh, that cycle does not work the way it supposed to, you know what it's like to be involved in a seemingly unending flow. Uh, But it's not just physical. Uh, somebody in here never dealt with fibroids, somebody else in here never had endometriosis but knows what it's like to be in a cycle of never ending flow Uh, figuratively, uh, you know what it's like to have cycles of interdependence and mutuality broken down Uh, uh, there's no give and take where things go out and something else comes back to restore and refill, it's just an unending and never Ending a flow there is no recovery no renewal no reciprocity or uh, uh, whether literal or figurative you know what it's like to feel drained because all you do is flow whether literal or figurative uh, somebody in here knows about this woman's desperation. Uh, Again, it's not the desperation of a day or Two of difficulty, and then some other days where everything is all right and not uh, the desperation that comes. I mean, it is hard to be in a stressful moment, uh, but if your moment lasts 12 years, uh, you're not in a stressful moment anymore. Uh, if your moment lasts 12 years, uh, you're no longer just dealing with an episode, uh, you're not just dealing with a season. If it takes 12 12 years and it not doesn't change that's your life
8: yeah.
7: Yeah. 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 and when your life is all out and nothing in when your life is all give and nothing comes back when your life is all of your resources going out and going out and going out you discover that business as usual is killing Killing you physically, killing your hopes, killing your drive, killing your determination, killing your sense of self, killing even your capacity to give any more business as usual is killing you business as usual beloved and may not be killing you as an individual, but it is killing us as a community. And I don't just mean the kind of killing uh, that Buffalo is going to have to recover from uh, uh, the kind of headline grabbing killing uh, that happens uh, still too often, uh, uh, but not as often as the regular business as usual. That's killing us, uh, killing us in health disparity, killing us in educational disparity, killing our dreams, killing our hopes, killing our prospects, killing our very children, killing us. And when you are in that situation where you recognize that business is killing us, you need a breakthrough. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what I appreciate about the woman in the text is that she's willing to break through some things. The text says she's been living with this condition uh, for her uh, 12 years. Uh, She's been living with this condition uh, uh, for what feels like by 12 years, a lifetime. She doesn't even remember what it's like uh, to have uh, an in and out kind of flow. Uh, But what I appreciate about the woman is that she never gives up. She's willing to break the bank. Uh, She holds nothing in reserve Uh, and we could talk about the way that health disparities are are systemic, Uh, the way the doctors take her money and she doesn't get better but gets worse, the way she has to deal with quacks uh, who don't actually mean to heal, they only mean to sap her resources we could talk about the brokenness of the system but I didn't come to talk about the brokenness of the system I came to talk about the breakthrough of the woman and the breakthrough of the woman had to do with her tenacity you only spend all you have if you believe it's possible and you're determined to get better you only break the bank if you're unwilling to live with the condition as it is you only break the bank if you have some kind of hope and you are willing to do whatever it takes in order to be well some of us are holding things in reserve our wellness is not as important to us as our money our wellness is not as important to us as our status our wellness is not important to us as other things in our lives and we never go for broke We hold some stuff in reserve as if uh, you can do anything with that stuff. If you have no life, what good would it have done for her to keep her money and have no life? What else would she do with that money? She wasn't allowed to engage in social activities. Uh, She didn't feel well enough to hang out with her friends. Uh, She decided that the investment in her well-being was worth breaking the bank. That's not all she broke on her way to her breakthrough, though. The woman also broke the rules. Uh, Uh, There is a saying originally coined by historian Laurel Thatcher Ulrich that well-behaved women seldom make history. We remember in our lives, we remember in our history, the rule breakers, a uh, Harriet Tubman broke the rules in order to free herself and others, uh, the rules that said women couldn't practice law and couldn't be judges and can't be pastors are uh, all of those rules. Uh, those of us who are going to live fully are going to have to break. We're going to have to break with convention because business, as usual is killing us we're going to have to break the rules Uh, the woman in the text broke the rules of the ceremonial law that did not allow her to be in public during her flow uh, and required her to have ritual cleansing before she was permitted to be out again Uh, she broke that rule uh, uh, but there were larger conventions Uh, uh, sometimes we pat ourselves on the back uh, because we have changed the laws uh, but we still have the conventions uh, and sometimes uh, the conventions are more powerful than the laws. Uh, It it is easier to get you to vote against the woman candidate than it is just to forbid her from running. Let me say that again. It's actually easier To feed the conventions of suspicion against women in power. It's easier to feed the lie that women don't get along with each other. Women weren't slapping each other at the Oscars. It's easier to feed the conventions than just to enforce the law. Uh, it's happening. It happens against black folks too. Uh, it's easier just to make it hard to vote than it is simply to say you can't vote if you're black. The conventions are easier than the law. It's easier just to depress you than it is to forbid you. Because if I forbid you, you might fight me. If I just depress you, I can keep you under my foot. Uh, uh, the ceremonial law was one thing. The con- inventions were another and what I love about this woman is on her way to her breakthrough she broke all of it let me move on that's not all she broke she also broke the line I I did not read the whole of Mark chapter 5 but it is a longer story and this story is in the middle of it Uh, The beginning of the story is when Jesus is on his way and Jairus comes to Jesus to tell Jesus that his 12 year old daughter is sick to the point of death. Jesus is on his way to answer the request and the prayer of Jairus on behalf of his daughter when this woman breaks in. And now this is going to be the hard part. The hard part is that many of us, if we had seen Jesus going to save the life of a 12 year old child, we would have said to ourselves, uh, my issue can wait. I mean, after all, I've been living it for 12 years. I've been living with this condition. God help me today. I've been living with this condition as long as this child has been alive. I mean, what will another couple of days, what difference will another couple of days make in my life? I mean, this child is dying. We would want to get in line we'd want, uh, maybe we can, maybe I can uh, get enough energy to follow Jesus all the way to Jairus' house and after he's dealt with Jairus' daughter, maybe then, God help me, maybe then I can get in line. Uh, Let me get in line behind uh, my husband. Let me get in line behind my children. Let me get in line behind the church people. Let me get in line behind everybody else. Uh, But if you Look at the text. If this woman is unwilling to break the line, she will not have our breakthrough. Let me tell you what's wrong with the logic. The logic that says, I can't do this now. I got to wait for Jairus's daughter. The logic presumes that Jesus can only heal one of us. The logic presumes, God help me, that there is a scarcity of resources uh, and we got to make sure uh, that the children get fed first, uh, otherwise the children might not eat. Uh, But in uh, the realm of God uh, and in the reign of God and when you're dealing with God, uh, you don't have a scarcity of resources. Uh, You have an abundance of resources. Uh, When you're dealing with Jesus, uh, you're dealing with somebody who can heal the woman on the way uh, and can still get to Jairus' house uh, in time to do what Jesus needs to do for Jairus' daughter. We believe that there won't be enough. But I came to tell you, that's not altruism. That's scarcity. That's not us being good and kind. That's us being faithless. I mean, look at it this way. If he can heal me by me just touching his clothes, Surely, the time it takes for me to touch his clothes won't keep him from doing what he needs to do for Jairus' daughter. This woman is like, I'm getting my breakthrough while Jesus is on his way to do something else. I don't assume that anything I need will keep Jesus from giving everybody else what they need and what I came to tell you, sisters. came to say to you, a good economy is not one where some people eat and other people don't. If the way we are serving the plates in our house involves everybody else eating and us going without we are living in sick houses. and business as usual is killing us. Yeah, yeah. The principle that applies in communion at the table that the Lord set applies everywhere else. The, the principle that applied when Jesus fed the 5,000. Applies everywhere else. Bless it, break it, and everybody sit down and eat it together. Wait for one another. Build community instead of hierarchies. If I'm going to meddle a little bit now. We have all kinds of fights in our community about who gets their plate fixed first. It's confusing to me because my mother, my mother was a stay-at-home mom, and my father mined coal. But we always ate together. Uh-huh.
6: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
7: I genuinely have no idea who fixed whose plate. because we all sat down at the table, put the food on the table, And we all ate together so we could talk to each other so we could build relationship. Eating isn't just about eating. It's about relating to one another. We're building hierarchies instead of relationships and business as usual. I'm going back to Philadelphia. I got one more point. We believe that there is not enough and yet when we stop drawing lines and start drawing circles and draw the circles wider and wider, that is when we are actually living in the realm and reign of God. Guess what? Jairus' daughter still gets healed. So the woman... Touches Jesus's clothes, breaks the line, jumps ahead of everybody. Uh, she's not intending to interrupt anything, but when Jesus feels he has been touched, uh, she feels the flow stop. She got what she thought she needed. But Jesus feels himself being touched. And Jesus stops to acknowledge what's happening in the connection between him. And this woman who's getting her breakthrough who Jesus said touched me Jesus is not just a healer wearing clothes he's a human being who feels something when he's touched The woman is not just an illness. God help me today. The woman is not just an illness to be resolved. She's just not a problem to be fixed. She is a person and Jesus wants to acknowledge the connection between him and this person who touched me. Not why did they touch me? Not what did they get from me? But Who touched me? And the Bible says that fearful of fear and trembling. uh, Sometimes we got to do it scared. Uh, She comes to Jesus. uh, And the Bible says that after all of that breaking. uh, She gets the actual breakthrough. When she breaks the silence. Uh, The Bible says she tells him everything. She tells him the entire story she reveals to him all of the details she tells him all about it and in that moment she gets the actual breakthrough which is when she finds out who she is daughter (laughs) <laughs> you're worried about Jairus' daughter you're somebody's daughter too daughter you're worried about other people's needs and other people's conditions and other people's problems you're somebody too she finds out who she is when she breaks the silence and she gets the thing that's better than physical healing There it is when she breaks the silence. There is the moment when she knows who she is. There is the moment when she's moved from the desperation that had been driving her to actual deliverance. The healing was not the issue. It was the relational. She needed to know that she belonged to somebody. She needed to know that somebody cared for her. She needed to be embraced after 12 years of isolation. She needed to be embraced by somebody daughter your faith has made you well go in peace uh, that's actually what she needed uh, for her moment to become a movement go in peace no matter what happens when you get home uh, go in peace no matter what hasn't changed at your job go in peace no matter how difficult uh, uh, the future is uh, or the right now still is uh, go in In peace. Sometimes. I know the celebration is really all. Usually about healing. Uh, But sometimes. My beloved sisters. My brothers and all of my siblings. Sometimes. What we actually need. Is peace. Sometimes. the, The physical malady. It does not move. Sometimes the physical ailment does not go away. Sometimes the difficult constraints that we live with and in remain the same. And sometimes all we get is peace. Uh, but this is not the kind of peace that tells you just to be content with, ever, with whatever business as usual is killing you. Uh, this is the peace uh, that we get uh, with the knowledge that we did what we could. Sometimes all we get, beloved, is the knowledge uh, that we couldn't stop the crucifixion, but we could break the alabaster jar. Oh all we get is we did what we could. Sometimes we can't stop the racism, but we can tell our children their story. We did what we could. Sometimes we wore the shirt not knowing how things were going to come out in the end. We cast our ballot not knowing who was going to get elected. We gave it a shot not knowing how it would work out. Sometimes all we get is the knowledge that we belong to God that we are God's children and that we did what we could. That we lived in hope and didn't settle for business as usual that is killing us Uh, God didn't settle for business as usual killing us God uh, sent God's only son into the world uh, so not only so that we could have redemption but so that we could have life God is not satisfied with things that kill us Uh, God wants us to have life Uh, and part of what it means to live as faithful people is that we stop being satisfied with things that are killing us and we decide we want to live. The best possible outcome is for somebody in here to decide that you don't want to continue with business as usual. Jesus came into the world, gave his life so that you would not be satisfied with business as usual, killing you. And you might die anyway, ask all of the martyrs. You, you might get killed for resisting business as usual. But if you gon' going to go down. If you're going to go down. Go for broke. Business might end up killing us anyway, but we don't have to kill ourselves. If you're going down, go for broke. I really think that's what happened. I'm I'm done preaching now, but I really think that's what happened with Renee Montgomery. She decided she wasn't going to be able to play for Kelly Leffler no more, no way. Either way, that was over. And so she took a risk. She struck in a moment, the moment created momentum that changed not only her circumstance, but most everybody in here got a check early in 2021 passed by Congress that would not have passed it were Raphael not Warnock not in the United States Senate. Black, black female Supreme Court justice has been confirmed. She never would have gotten a hearing if it hadn't been for Raphael Warnock getting elected. And he wouldn't have been elected if the Atlanta Dream had not worn vote Warnock shirts. You never know. Man, look what happens when you start to think the opposite of scarcity and start to think abundance. When you start to think abundance, you say sow in tears. Reap in joy. Do my thing. And you never know. I'm going to stop preaching, but you just never know. The whole story is about how you don't know. Shipra and Pua don't know they're saving Moses. Deborah goes out not knowing that Yael is going to be the one who strikes the final blow. Mary is minding her business in Nazareth. She has no idea what's coming. But none of that happens if the women I just mentioned never took a risk. Pray with me, please. Thank you, God, for the story of the faith. For the stories I I could tell a thousand stories of the faith and I bet if we pass the mic, we could tell stories of faithful people, women and men, and sometimes children who took a risk and changed our destiny. And so God, I pray for us when we get that opportunity to be the one that will break the bank, that will break the rules that will break the line that will break the silence. And that in so doing, we'll be motivated and moved by really knowing who we are. We are your daughters. We are your children. We give you thanks. I can't wait to hear how you will use this moment to create momentum to build a movement. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Come on, can you celebrate this preacher, Dr. Leslie Callahan? What a word. What a word, what a word, what a word. Thank you, my sister, for letting the Lord use you in a mighty and an impactful and powerful way. And we come at this moment because I want you to understand that if you're going to have a breakthrough, a breakthrough does not occur without Jesus. want to offer any man, woman, boy or girl the opportunity to have an authentic liberating, transformative redemptive relationship with the God of the cosmos through Jesus Christ and I want to give you that opportunity right now we've heard from heaven in a very powerful, prophetic, pastoral and prolific way and indeed the Rev. Dr. Leslie Callahan is the Lord's Preacher. I, I want to, um, uh, I want to at this time, um, going to ask if the deacons would just kind of stand sentinel for a moment. Uh, the deacons that are here, um, I want to give give you this opportunity. I want to lead you in a short prayer. Prayer of new life. Prayer of brand new start. Prayer of forgiveness. A prayer of eternal life. And, and I want to lead you in this prayer if you don't mind. And I want all of us to pray this prayer together. Because for those of us who've made the commitment to Jesus Christ. It's just a reminder of the covenant we've made. But if you're here right now. And if this prayer touches you in a very meaningful way. I want you to make a decision for either Christ or church. And I don't want you to buy into what the culture says that you don't need church. Yes, you do. It's community. It is what Jesus Christ established. And it's what Jesus Christ declares he's coming back for. So if you wouldn't mind, all heads bowed, all eyes closed and if you would, repeat to me God, I thank you for the breakthrough that's in Jesus Christ. I believe Jesus died for my sins. I believe you raised him from the dead. And I believe one day he's gonna come back. But until then, send me your Holy Spirit. I wanna grow in you, I wanna become what you would have for me to be. So I surrender to you right now. I want Jesus Christ to be the Lord and Savior in my life. Forgive me of my sins and help me be the person you want me to be. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Keep your heads bowed just for a moment. If you prayed that prayer, you meant that prayer in your head and your heart, your mind and your spirit, you're sincere about that prayer. Uh you confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior if you're here right now and you're going like, I gotta change gotta break the line, I'm tired of business as usual uh, if that's you, I want you to just do me this favor right now because this is just your confession I'm not going to have you to come down and give us a testimony or anything like that but if, if, if you're in the house you prayed that prayer, and you know you need a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Would you just hold up your hand right now? Hold up, hand. hold up your 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 hand. Keep your hand up just for a moment. Keep your hand up. I want you to hear me. Hear me well. If you have your hand up, if you have your hand up, you ready to break the line? Come on down right now. If you got your hand up, one of my deacons is getting ready to come walk with you. I see you, my sister. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Will there be another? Will there be another? Come on, God bless you. Come on, come on, come on. Saint Paul, come on, let's celebrate. Will there be another? 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 Will there be a God bless you? I see you, my sister. I see you, my mother. Come on, 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 come on. Saint Paul, can we celebrate these sisters that are coming? Listen to me, if you're watching us on Facebook and on our website, I want you to do me this favor, if you would. If you would, and if you're watching us on Facebook or on our website, and you're moved right now, you're going like, listen, I'm tired of living this life. I want you to type in salvation in the chat box. One of our digital ministers is going to reach out to you, let you know what the next steps are. They're going to reach out to you immediately, let you know what you need to do. If you're on YouTube or you're listening to us on the phone, Um, I want you to call the church office at 704-334-5309 leave your name and your number one of my office someone from my office will reach out to you by 5 o'clock tomorrow to let you know what the next steps are Amen. or you can email us at connect at spbcnc.org leave your name and a good number to contact us and I promise by 5 o'clock tomorrow somebody from my office is going to contact you Mm -hmm amen 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 we have these sisters that have come now here's my second call if you're in the house you're in the church you're gonna like listen pastor i know who jesus christ is and the pardon of my sin i confess jesus christ lord savior i've been baptized but i don't have a church home stop just for a moment i don't have a church home let me, let me say something I don't have a church home I have not committed to a church have been going to church or same church for a long time and let me just say there are cause a lot of young folks particularly millennials and Gen Zers don't really understand what it means to connect to a church now they'll come to church they'll give their tithes off and even work and never make a commitment to the Lord's house but I want you to know that when you make a commitment to the Lord's house we make a commitment to you so if you're here right now, that's why I want you to just stop for a moment. I need to get that across. If you're here right now, you don't have a church home. You're not connected to a church. You love Jesus. That's fine. I want you to love Jesus. But Jesus wants you to have a family. You can't be the church by yourself. Please stop that lie. You can't be the church by yourself. Well, I'm the temple of God. You're the temple of God, but you ain't the church of God. Not by yourself. Church is community. Ecclesia called out. Corner fellowship. Here's the deal. If you're here right now, you don't have a church home. You don't have a pastor. I would love to be your pastor. These men and women would love to be your brothers and sisters in Christ. And we ain't perfect. As a matter of fact, if St. Paul was perfect, when they called me as pastor, they messed that up. So if you want to join a place where there are a whole lot of folks that ain't perfect, but we're trying to be better, I want to invite you to come. So if that's you, you don't have a church home, you don't have a pastor. Would you hold up your hand right now? Would you hold up your hand? You're not connected to a church in a meaningful way. You don't have a pastor. Won't you hold up your hand? Please hold up your hand. Hold up your hand. Hold up your hand. I want to give you hold up your hand. Hold up your hand. If you got your hand up, if I can be your pastor, would you go ahead and move right now? Go ahead and move right now. If you got your hand up, you don't have a church home. I want you to connect with us. Will there be one? 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 If you don't have a a church home, I would love to connect with you right now. Is that someone that's coming? Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, Deacon Tina. Come on. Will there be another? Will there be another? You don't have a church home? I want to be your pastor. These men and women want to be your brothers and sisters in Christ. Let's do life together. Hey, St. Paul, can you all celebrate this sister that is coming? Boy, what a blessing for Women's Day. What a blessing for Women's Day. What a blessing for Women's Day. Will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be another? I don't want to rush this opportunity because for me, this is the apex of worship to invite people to connect with Christ and Christ's church. God bless you, my sister. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be Will there be another? Sisters, could you come on down just for a moment? Amen. Prior to COVID, I would come and either shake your hand or give you a hug, but because of COVID, um, I don't want to violate, first of all, your space, but then second of all, just want to keep you all safe, so I'll do fist bumps, will that be okay? Now, I have some of our disciples, this lady right here, this is Deacon uh, Marilyn White, in White. Y'all see how I did that? Uh, uh, she, along with some other sisters, are gonna go take you to the gym, gonna talk to you about your decision that you're making, and help you to understand what the next steps are. Now, as you all go out, I don't know if you all ever had anybody to cheer for you, to holler at you, to celebrate you, but we gonna go crazy. And giving God praise for you becoming part of the body of Christ and part of our fellowship. So I'm just gonna do fist bumps. And if you all we'll will follow her, God bless you. You're absolutely stunning. God bless you. God bless you, dear heart. God bless you. Oh, yeah, get your purse. Amen. God bless you, my sister. If you will follow her. Can somebody help? Can somebody help her? Can somebody help her carry her stuff? You somebody come get. Hey, hey, Marilyn, come get this for her. This thing is heavy. Amen. Come on, let's celebrate. Let's give God praise for them. We could do a whole lot better than that. We could do a whole lot better than that. Let's celebrate, give God praise for them. Listen, we're getting ready. We're getting ready to leave this place and space. We have been preached. Can you all help me celebrate my sister, the Reverend Dr. Leslie D. Callahan? Come on, let's give God praise for her. What a word. Before we go, before we go, I need to just remind you, Tuesday, you need to vote if you haven't. I ain't going to tell you who to vote for, but don't vote for business as usual. i just put it like that. Amen amen you need to vote on Tuesday if you haven't engaged in early voting already please ma'am please sir go vote polls open at what seven six thirty polls open at six thirty amen 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 so please ma'am please sir uh go vote um these midterm elections are very critical and whoever is going to be on the ticket for whatever party you want to decide to vote for you need to make a decision in that all right so please go vote Before we close out, I want you all to give me a big amen for our our Women's Day Choir, how they have blessed us tremendously. Y'all are absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Thank you all so very, very much. You all have warmed our hearts. Can we give God praise for our worship participants? Thank you all so very much. And give God praise for Reverend Kelly Baptist. Amen. And the leadership team of the women. And I'm going to ask that the leadership team of the women of work, would you all stand? Because they do a wonderful job of providing leadership. Let's give God praise for them. Thank you all. Thank you. Come on. Let's give God praise for them. Thank you all so very, very much. Um, this has been a wonderful, wonderful day and Lady Pierce sends her love and regards and hate that she could not be here. Uh, but I know the prayers of the righteous availeth much and we got some righteous folks around here. So continue to pray for, for Pierre, uh, that she will get better. We're getting ready to leave. And so I'm going to ask those you are able, if you will, let stand. We have heard from heaven in a very powerful way. And, um, As you prepare to leave, I just want to give also a major shout out to our graduates from college that are continuing to graduate. Let's give God praise for them. We're going to be celebrating our high school and college graduates next month. All heads bowed, all eyes closed. God, way to use your preacher, Dr. Callahan. Way to allow for these sisters to lead us in worship and in service and in ministry and mission. Way to, oh God, we thank you for the gifts you have sent our way and those four sisters that come. Yes. What a powerful testimony of seed being dropped into the ground and how you produce the fruit. And now, God, as we leave from this place and this space, but never from your presence, your power nor your protection, keep us in your sovereign care. Until we're able to come again and work. Witness, word, and worship. And now to Him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of His glory will all exceeding in joy. Totally wise God, our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. We're going to do the doxology as we close out. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Elson, get on that organ. Amen. Scott, get on the piano.